gonna fire you. Post on the Moon Studios presents another ghetto and godly. What's good, congregation? It's your girl, Auntie Mimi, and I'm the big shit talker. And your main man, Dr. Key. You know what I'm saying? I've been off a few shows, but you know, I'm always there. You know, I just tried to try to give it like, you know, new flavor, an opportunity, you know, to come in and give you guys some you, ear game. You. you know what I'm saying? Okay. Yo. Whatever you want to call it, baby. We yeah. miss you. Uh huh. You missed no. us. I've been missed. I've been missed. You've been missed. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. Mm, what you been I miss to? my people too though. But I've been working, babe. You know what I'm saying? I'm hustling. I know that. Grinding, they don't know that. Balling. Shining. Yeah. Getting to the bag, man. That's it. That's it. Trucking is real. Big truck. Big truck driver. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I had to get over a few things too, man. You know, some unexpected events, you know. But um, Everything is good, Coco you know what I'm saying? Kazi. Yeah, my bro gone, man. But, you know, other than that, man, everything is good. Life is life, you know what I'm saying? You mm. go, you know, you go have your up and down. You go lose some people, and you just got to keep moving. You know what I'm saying? Life is short. You never know when your time is coming, so you got to bob and weave. That was completely unexpected. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. It still don't feel real. I know. It don't feel real until... You know, you see the obituary or, you know, I, I think about, the, you know, the funeral and all that crap. And it's like, damn, you know, it's death is really final. You know, I mean, it's final here on Earth. But yeah, I don't believe your body. It's not. Your spirit stays in that. No, that's no, all. no, not at all. Spirit, energy never dies. It just transforms. Mm -hmm. And that's energy that pushed the body. You know what I'm saying? Energy is what wakes you up in the morning. When you get drained of your energy, your body gets tired, you know, and um, when you move on, the energy just moves on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the funeral, your family are colorist. That's not really my family. <laughs> That's my brother's family. It's like <laughs> my half family, you know. You guys, I, I experienced colorism. And I talked about this briefly on my social media, but I experienced it down there every day. But it seems like when you go, because we went to Arkansas, I feel like when you go somewhere down south or somewhere southern or where, you know, particularly dark skinned black women are not seen as equal. You really feel that shit. But to to you know to jump in there, it's not all south. Like if you go to Atlanta, you know what I'm saying Jackson, Mississippi, Florida, it's not like that. It's more like small towns, country south. You know, like that's mm -hmm. where you experience the colorism because you know, like even you know, I told you as when I was growing up, you know what I'm saying, like. The the dark darker skinned girls, you know, if they had like a good household, then you know they're taken care of. But if they didn't come from a, like a good household, then it was rough, you know. Like, no, I feel that, but I feel like 
for me in particular, my experience down there, I just feel like your family or Joseph family, God bless to dead, was like shocked that your wife is a melanated black woman. Yeah. And they were almost like, wow, what, what? I was asked like, what, so what do you, I don't know people I ask like, what do you do for a living? But it was kind of like off putting like, so what do you do? I feel like assuming that I'm involved in something, you know, something else. No, and then no, the way no. your brother just approached me was just like, huh? They just nosy. Y'all not used to, to black women dark-skinned, melanated black women holding their head up high and being professional and being accomplished and successful and not having a whole bunch of kids and baby daddies and, you know what I'm saying? Like, well-spoken. It was just like, I was a shock to them. And I felt that. Culture shock. That That's outside of their culture and what they're used to. It's like, like I said, like, small town, it really got, it's, issues and some people yeah they may move to like little rock but they still came from a small town and some people are like they just stuck in their ways and stuck in their roots you know what i'm saying like for them and i even think the mom i think she lived in atlanta before so i'm sure she don't seem strong black women but you know you also have to remember like women are catty so if they feel like someone looks better than them or someone you know is you know have better energy their light is shining better than theirs then yeah you know they want to dim your light a little bit i feel that and my light gonna always shine i don't care if i'm at a funeral awake a church a biscuit lounge like I'm always just going to be me. I feel like that's my best asset. And I feel like that's that's the threatening part to women who aren't secure with themselves. It's like, wow, she knows how to move around a room and really just truly be herself and maybe make people laugh just naturally. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah, that was an experience yeah. I don't want to relive. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it's like... That's just like my small town. Like people who live in a small town, not the you know, go against them, Camden, Arkansas. But people who live in a small town, they really live in a box. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Go to Camden. There's plenty of opportunity there for you. There you can start a business. uh, You know, it ain't a lot of customers, but you can make some money. You know. Hmm. Yeah. Do not encourage our listeners <laughs> to go to Camden. <laughs> I never Camden. Fast forward this past weekend. You know, we had a little bit of break from trekking. Mm-hmm. And we took a little trip outside. And we discovered that outside is fucking expensive. expensive. Yeah, you go spend some money. You're going to spend a band just walking outside to a lounge or a club. Yep. Especially if you know you want some drinks, you want some food, you want some hookah. And we went to a pretty popular lounge, I guess, here in Vegas. You ready to drop that bag? And I just think that 
when Vegas get a hold of something and they think that it's lit or it is lit, they really going to hit you over the head with that bill. Yes, ma'am. $60 to park. Yep. You want to be in the front? We even got the tea. Like, they raised the price by 50%. At the 8 o'clock. After a certain time. At the 8 o'clock. And get this. We had a group of one, two, three, four people. We had we were waiting on three more. My cousin was out here for her friend's birthday. And so that's the reason why we went outside. Other than that, my black ass to be in the house. So... We tried to get a section, but we ended up just posting up at the bar. We sitting at the bar, like ordering drinks, hookah, food. And mind you, like I said, they raised the price by 50%. So it's not a cheap. Uh-uh. When it came time, we were told that to wait about 11.45 or 12 to see if we can get a section. When it came time, that time... We were told it's going to be an additional $650. And we already um, spent and about $650. We've already spent $650. <laughs> and that's that's my problem with like Las Vegas establishments. Like y'all really don't be trying to show no love. Like, yeah, okay, y'all may have a special guest. It's a lot of people in the building, but y'all don't take into account motherfuckers who are returning who may be local who may already spent that money and you're gonna try to charge us to sit in a section nah i'm cool i will never step foot in that motherfucking establishment again because people really get big ass heads and don't support people who support them yep and i don't appreciate that Bay says you don't appreciate cool. that shit. You know what I'm saying? I feel that. like that shit was like what? Like another six fifty? Like we spent six fifty just sitting here. Another six fifty. Life and game. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but other than that you know I'm, it was cool. It was we, cool. We I had a good make time. time. Right, right. You know. Yeah. But it's just the principality of it. If we would have went to like. Uh, to uh, the club downtown. I don't want to say no names because we ain't right. giving nobody no shout outs. Hell no. no but if we didn't went to that club downtown, we probably just spent like half of that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It wouldn't have been no acts, but we didn't even stay for the acts. You know what I'm saying? Like we once. Out of there. We yeah. No, no, no groupie, groupie love, none of like that. Like that. once we get drunk, it's time to I'm go. I'm the main attraction. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you feel me? You are funny. <laughs> Yep, you are though. My base, the main attraction. You're the main attraction, baby. Uh, no, I just try to try to shine in your light. You know what I'm saying? I'll no. let you have the show. No. You you Tina, I'm Mike. <laughs> don't <laughs> say that. Oh yeah, but I ain't I ain't tripping. I don't need the spotlight <laughs> though. I want the spotlight. I don't need it. Yeah, I'm good. I no. like to be in the background. You do. You do. Yeah. You just yeah. be chilling. I'm a background person. I love that. I be wanting you to, you know what I'm saying, pop your shit a little bit because you got, you got the ground to do that. But I'm good. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I just like to to be me and chill. You know what I'm saying? Not you pop too your much. shit every now and again. No, I don't. I never pop my shit. My shit like pop it itself. Oh, pee. Yeah, I don't have to do nothing. Pee-pee. Yo, that's it. We hot. Have you been watching y'all be been watching the SWV and Escape show? We 
We have. You watch it too. No, they watch it. Sometimes I'll listen to it from the room or I'll come in and catch like the the end of it. Cause they do be having drama. Like that should be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that should be crazy. I just feel like y'all it's a discrepancy between who's gonna close the show and who's gonna open the show. The main thing that caught my attention was who's going to close the show. So Escape feels like they should close the show with understanding. And SWB feels like they should close the show with Week, their number one song. I, the voice of the people, (laughs) not as fun. The big shit talker feels like SWV needs to, in fact, close that show because Week is a bigger song than Understanding. I I think so too. Like I, I honestly feel like you know, and then like the numbers don't lie. Like right. if you go on YouTube, uh, Week has like seventy three million views. Understanding has like sixty. 60 some you know so clearly it's the bigger song and then i also feel like you know being respectful and showing homage you should allow them to close the show because they they were they were there first you know what i'm saying so naturally they would have the bigger crowd because more people know them they were exposed to the generation before you they feel like because tiny and candy that's not enough like you're following that's that's not enough like that doesn't always transfer to sales sales exactly Mm -hmm. so you can't even go off that like if anything you know they should do a poll like you know ask the fans who do y'all want to see first you know what i'm saying and and do it that way but them sitting there tripping you know without going that route they should pay homage and mm-hmm. let them close because they're the older show i mean they're older yeah. you know i agree yeah it shouldn't it be, just an issue. be a lot of egos involved do you think black women in particular have a hard time working together because of their pride and egos it's hard for us to put those aside I'm not even going to necessarily say black women. It's like black people, period. You know what I'm saying? It's like we're always like trying to one up up on Mm -hmm. the next one. And Mm -hmm. we don't have to do that. Like, Mm -hmm. especially like if we're in a position where we're both making money, Mm -hmm. we're making the same amount of money. Mm -hmm. So it's not like the closer is getting paid more. You know what I'm saying? So let them close and we'll open and let's focus on other ways if we want to you know get money whereas like creating you know dope merchandise you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. or we're you know maybe they don't want to meet with the fans so let us do a meet and greet you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying so there's other ways where you can capitalize off the opportunity and not be worried about like the small petty shit, like who's gonna open, who's gonna close. Hell, I don't. It's open, like so we're done. Like right. our night is done. Let them finish up the show and we get the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. start our party or like I said, meet and greet the fans mm-hmm. while they're doing that part. You right. know? No, I agree. I used to love to open up, like when I like, cause the crazy thing when we was doing our music thing, tough, like. I would do shows and after we perform and it was kind of fucked up, but 
after we performed, the crowd would leave. <laughs> like, you know, like I I, I kind of liked it that though, because it's like it's showing that you has, brought the crowd. Yeah, about yeah, exactly. We we brought the crowd. Mm-hmm. So you motherfuckers need to pay us mm-hmm. and y'all need to do your business right mm-hmm. to where you can breathe. we need to close. Right. And so the crowd can stay here right. and y'all have a good show. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna sit there and argue with you guys mm-hmm. about where I'm performing, like if that's what y'all want to do, then mm-hmm. shit, look, look, look at the result. Right. Me personally, like I never had an ego issue. Like I've been in situations with different women, and for example, like the previous podcast members that will do a photo shoot, and then people, my people, will look at the photos and be like, "Why are you not in the middle?" Cause you, you know what I'm saying? You look like this, that, and the third. So why are you not in the middle of the focal point? But I never gave a fuck about that shit because I feel like regardless of where I'm positioned, my light is going to shine wherever. You're right. You know what I'm saying? So I was never focused on that petty shit. Like I never had an ego. It's even with me having, um, a beauty bar, you know, me and that individual, somebody asked me like, well, why? I think my auntie asked me like, why is your name not first on the door? with your phone number like I purposely like if I'm orchestrating something like I'll purposely like put myself last or second because like I don't want nobody to ever think that like I'm trying to one-up them or I have an ego because what's for me is for me baby like you can't take that right so I don't know I never had like a pride and an ego issue I don't think you know what I'm saying so no, like we don't. That shit is weird to me. We don't carry that. That's like a pride and ego thing is something you it's gotta deal with. I yeah, think it's a self-conscious thing. It's yeah, you, you gotta you gotta deal with your, yourself. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, and like you know, back in the day, like you know, when I was younger, you know, there was certain situations where, you know, I I, I felt myself going down that way, and mm-hmm. it's like when you do that you put all kind of extra pressure on yourself and it's not even real mm. you know so it's like you have to get out of that because it it, it it could kill i mean i kill you but it can really fuck up your motivation mm. and your you know it, it, it really fuck up how you move and you don't want to be that person because even you'll start assuming shit mm-hmm. like you'll start that not believing my pride always come before the fall fall yeah exactly you know, that's real so it's I, very I, real I, I try not to you know have my pride involved in things that i'm involved in no you can't because it, it ain't gonna work no you go end up working dumb and and you know, like you said destroying yourself yeah yeah so. yeah all right, so today's episode, we are talking about manifestation. Mm, manifestation. Manifestation. So the Google definition of manifestation is clear or obvious to the eye or mind. The systems manifest failings. What is the purpose? Manifesting is based on an idea that you can think or dream or think your dreams into reality by having a clear vision and focusing on it through a variety of manifestation methods you can attract your dream into your life mm. Mm. that one you can 
You definitely can. So like, you agree with that? Yeah. I just feel like it takes a lot, though. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because everything starts in the mind anyway. So if you're having these visions, that's why I call manifestations, like visions. If you're having these visions and you're also putting in the work towards those visions, mm-hmm. like say you want to buy a house, right? And, you know, you got your credit right, you got your down payment, you know what I'm saying? You're looking at houses and then, you know, you may have that vision of, you know, you actually owning the house that you saw and what you already having everything in place, you know, that could be a possibility for you to bring that to fruition. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like kind of what we did, you know, we was looking at all those houses Absolutely, what we and did. then you saw this house and you had a dream, you know, a vision uh, of us living in this house. And then we got the phone call that the owner accepted our offer. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of the same thing. Like even with me wanting that car, you know, wanting me to build my car. Like I had already built that car you know, physically on the, on the computer. And then, you know, I had my visions of that car, you know, at first I had the visions of the other color. And then after I was told, you know, I had to pick that color, I had the visions of that color. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, we bought that car and ordered it. And, you know, it's the same thing. The only thing like that, that's been hard for me to manifest and i kind of like you know put it to the back side a little bit because like i manifested trucking you know like i started working on manifesting me a trucking career like i was you know put myself in a position to get my cdl mm-hmm. i put myself in a position to actually you know get the job but the hardest thing that i feel where i i didn't give up like i said i just put it to the back side was me really manifesting my music career you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying where you know i want to write songs because i don't really want to be an artist like Not so i had to deal with that mm-hmm. you know that part like you know separating the artist from the songwriter and working on that path you know what i'm saying but like that that's been like one of the hardest things for me to manifest and stay mm-hmm. focused on is that music career because right. it's it's so much that goes into mm-hmm. you know developing a music career so many so much money and you know time, time energy, energy and kind of eat breathe and shit, shit that yeah music. even like going to like you know putting yourself in those in a position like going to events you know networking with artists networking with songwriters you know it's it's like a lot to manifest that but i mean it could be done you know but you have to you really have to make sacrifices and sacrifice a whole lot Mm -hmm. you know and i haven't got to that point to where sacrifices are as great to become a songwriter like a recognizable songwriter versus being an artist in the forefront no, I don't. I don't think so. But I mean, it's still gonna take some sacrifice because mm-hmm. you gotta, like I said, you gotta put yourself in the right rooms and the right Absolutely. positions. Mm-hmm. It just, it's kind of with with being a songwriter to me, it's it's by chance, you know. Cause like you have to get in those songwriter rooms, you know, where you can actually have an opportunity to show your talent and grind, you know. Because if a label reach out to you 
for your reference tracks. You know what I'm saying? They have to hear you. Mm-hmm. And and for you to be a songwriter to get in that position, you got like to me, from my understanding, I would have to like post a song every day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you because you never know which one that they're gonna like. And have it copywritten and you yeah, know unlocked yeah. because you've already had music stolen, stolen. from yeah. you. That's the hard part. You know, artists, it's like so, yeah. yeah. So you still and, gotta protect your your, 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 your interests. Your, your interest. And like that's the hard part. It's just like I would rather just, you know, meet someone that's really in the business. Legit because we've and been legit. Yeah. <clears throat> and they get you through the door the door. Whether it's like, hey, man, come to this songwriter session, you know, let's see what you got. I would love that. You know what I'm saying? Instead of me just having to post my work, post my work, post my work, because people will steal your shit. Absolutely. I feel like manifestation requires a lot of really shutting out the noise in your life. When you're in the process of manifesting something you really gotta shut your family your distant family out cut the going out out like if you really want some shit to pop you gotta shut it all off because yeah. the world your world is noisy right Hell noisy. so i feel like when i go through those segments of my life where i'm manifesting something or i'm working towards something that's extremely important to me and i shut everything off i feel like it looks a certain way to people like oh you being funny or you don't want us around and they don't really understand um because maybe they're not focused in on that or they don't understand the the manifestation portion of making shit happen in your life like you got to cut everything out I don't yeah. want to hear your problems. I can't mentally take it on because I'm focused on me right now. What I'm about to make happen. Right. Now you told totally so right. So I feel like that's difficult, you know? No, you're totally right. Like that's because you don't want to be that way. They, but you have they, to. they part of the noise. <laughs> you really have to. Yeah. And I go through that. Yeah. And I'm going to continue to go through that because I want so much out of life and people don't be focused on the same shit that I'm focused on. So I have to, you know, shut you, shut you out, mute you for a second. So I focus on this and then I'm going to come back. And come then back it's going to happen again. <laughs> yeah. When you're on your next project. Yeah. But I honestly feel like everything that I have manifested so far has come true. Right. I have manifested. And everything that I'm working on manifesting is going to come into fruition as well. Like, I honestly don't feel like nothing is not attainable to me. Right. You shouldn't. You know. Anything is possible. Everything is possible. Everything. Everything. That's scary. If you tell somebody that, that feels like they don't have that, like, that sounds crazy, right? Yeah, and look at crazy people. They're millionaires, billionaires, because they people think they're crazy, but they're really not. They just extremely focused. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's part of it, part of life, man. When it, when every time you want some, like you said, you really have to block out the noise, all the noise. 
and I'm so tapped in with God and the most high and the God within me, like sh shit really comes to me in my dreams. Mm -hmm. And I know that, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is how I'm going to do it because God told me in my vision and in my dream. Do Amen. you feel like that? Yeah. I talk to God all the time and he sent me visions. He sent me clarity. He sent me understanding, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So, Yeah. He, he sometimes he do it in funny ways and mm -hmm. you know he's very entertaining mm -hmm. and um you know i appreciate him for that so do you think that you have to be tapped into your spiritual consciousness in order to manifest i feel like you have to be tapped into your spiritual conscious to live a life of abundance anyway mm -hmm. you know because like if you just out here being a shell then you know you gonna go through all kind of hells you gonna be influenced easily mm. by bullshit you know and you know sometimes you have to really listen to that inner spirit and let it guide you you know so you can make the correct decisions that you know will keep you on your path because everybody life has a story and um you know you have to live out that story to you know feel like you're living in your purpose other than that you just could be going in like a, a dumbass circle mm. and fighting against life and you're not going to feel like you're progressing you're not going to feel like you're doing anything that you're supposed to be doing in life absolutely amen <laughs> amen yeah have do you think you've ever manifested something negative not at all like I don't I don't dwell into negativity. I don't dwell into negative thinking. Like I don't have any hate or any jealousy towards anyone. So I don't I don't entertain that that energy, you know, cuz everything is energy. Mm. And I mean if you entertain negative energy then yeah, your your life will be consumed with it. But if you don't, then you won't have to deal with it. So what do you do when negative energy comes to you? Like somebody brings it to you. I mean, you just, you know, you either get away from it or you outshine it with your light, you know, because light kills darkness. Mm. So you have two choices. You can stay away from it or you could protect yourself, your energy by like shining your light bright and blocking out that negative energy. You mm. got two choices. I think people who dwell in negativity, I've experienced them trying to hide it or disguise it, or they get energy from my positive energy and they try to change themselves or maybe not live in that. But eventually it, if they're not really practicing that, it's all going to blow up. <laughs> it's going to come out. No matter how hard you try. Yeah. It'll come out. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why when it does come out, like I said, you still have to, like, stay being you and just, you know, know that it was coming and that you gave this person a chance that they didn't deserve. Because I didn't always used to be that person. Like, when I seen something negative or somebody on some bullshit like i'ma meet your bullshit with bullshit i used to be that way like what's up right but now now that i vibrate on another level 
I feel like I'll leave. Like I would definitely flee the situation before I allow myself to engulf myself in your negativity. Right. Because that's only going to fuck with me. Like I have to live with me. So if I stoop to your level, then I'm going to be like, fuck. I done took 10 steps back yep. after I'm trying to move forward and be a better motherfucker. Not saying that it hasn't happened. Mm -hmm. I've been pulled in some different directions. But for the most part, being that I'm aware of it, like I'll definitely try to remove myself from the situation, however it looks. Right. That's all you can do, really. You know what I'm saying? You could remove yourself from the situation or you can try to be a light. And they can take it however they want to take it. Like, I don't give a fuck. Amen. Feel how you feel, but you're going to feel it by yourself. Yeah. And they, you know, hopefully it'll wake them up or show them that you wasn't with the bullshit. I don't care what it does. <laughs> like, whatever you, however you deal with it is how you deal with it. However you feel in the aftermath is however you feel. That too. So. It's up to them. Yeah. It's all in their the hands. choice is yours. Yeah. I don't have no control. At all. Uh-uh. Don't want So control. don't even care. Yeah. You'll figure it out. Yeah, that was my situation with with the shop like okay let me just get myself out of the situation because this is not it this is way too negative and way too beneath me mm-hmm. so let me go yeah i'm gonna lose money lost time energy i put into it but my sanity and what i'm where i'm going means so much more than i mean staying here technically you really didn't lose nothing like you gained experience like mm-hmm. everything is a learning curve so now you know from that experience you have learned so when you do it the next time you have that growth you have that experience because you've done it before absolutely well yeah said. it's all about how you look at it well said of course that's why you got the key yeah so, um, <laughs> that's why i'm positive so i live Life in a positive direction. So do you think manifestation and law of attractions are one and the same? Uh, Yeah, it it is. It's similar because, you know, you can manifest and you can attract those things to you as well. Because it's just like life. Like if you look like you're making money, you're going to have plenty of opportunities for money to come to you because you already look like you're making money. You know, it's mm-hmm. sad to say that, mm-hmm. but, you know, people approach you differently when That's they true. feel like you already have it. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're going to attract. Yes, it can attract, you know, the wrong, wrong attention shit. as well. But anytime like you're doing something where, you know, you're you you look a certain way people are going to react to you a certain way that's mm-hmm. just what it is you know what i'm saying and like like that's why i say don't don't dim your like you know for others because you never know you know somebody else may see something that and they really want to help you and push you forward or they may want you around in a circle and they may be a circle and investors it may be a circle of creators that you want to be around in so don't dim your light or be negative because you never know what you know how someone else perceives you mm-hmm. and yes it may bring negative energy towards you but you gotta It'll be negative because you're you're not dimming your light it's right exactly some hate like yeah. some hate or some jealousy mm-hmm. 
And that's why, like, I always tell people to protect yourself. Yeah, you can protect yourself spiritually. You can protect yourself, you know, by trying to live a certain way. But also protect yourself by, you know, having you some heat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, keep you some heat. Yeah, because you you never know. Like, when you have nice things, Mm. you're living a a nice life. You know, someone may want to come. People can just really be mad at you for being you yeah but can't nobody rob you for your energy you know what i'm saying but they can rob you for your things that's why i'm saying keep you some heat like because you know people are trying to rob you and kill you for certain things you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying so you have to protect yourself and i know that's kind of extreme but it it's does happen right 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 definitely reality you know mm-hmm. we live in and, you know, you, you got to also be aware of situations like, you know, when you're living a life of abundance or a life of certain statues, you got to really watch mm-hmm. who you deal with mm-hmm. and who you're around. Like, that's even, you Absolutely. know, friends, Everybody. Uh, lovers, family, mm-hmm. everything. Like, you got to really protect yourself because you never know. Even even if it don't come from that person directly, you never know who they connected to. Right. You know they, what I'm saying? Or who they talking to. You, to. Talking and that may be too. too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that may be Triggers the trigger to, someone to come mm-hmm, wanting to do something you. to you. Mm-hmm. You know? So you just have to really protect your interests and mm-hmm. protect yourself. Because life is, you know, it get crazy sometimes. It can get crazy. Yeah, I just I believe that, but I also believe in like just move in with good intentions. And like I said, if you really are tapped into like your inner self and that inner voice, which is God, then mm-hmm. He will definitely let you know. Like, listen, like that ain't what you're supposed to be doing. That ain't who you should be fucking with. That ain't who you're supposed to be dealing with. Whether we choose to listen or not, He's always present and He's always letting us know when you're tapped in what how to move yeah i mean he, he definitely do he definitely do mm-hmm. and sometimes you know god may put you in a certain person's life to show, show them. them you know show them and it's what they decide to do because everybody mm-hmm. has free will mm-hmm. it's you know it's up to them and that's why i say you can't like hold grudges or any of that because you could have been a lesson for them to learn you know for them to become better mm, that's true it's unfortunate sometimes very because the person on the other end you know i mean they'll wake up eventually Keep. like a lot of stuff come with, with mature you know with a person being mature you know what i'm saying like so certain people don't mature as fast as other people. Like, you know, they say women mature faster than men. <laughs> so, you know, it's <laughs> it's just what it is, you know, like that's so funny you say that. I mean, look at life. Like you see more men doing more crazy true. stuff than men. But I'm saying like speaking of I mean, like, men doing more crazy stuff than women. Our world, like, it seems like you don't have issues with your friend circle like your circle of males like i don't ever hear you say like yeah you know even though you're not gonna tell me but like oh yeah they had me fucked up or some weird shit or some shade being thrown no because like like when i feel like 
honestly just being me when i feel like some weird shit going on or i don't like something i address it and i address it me like i even called one of my partners about like some business and at first you know he told me a high number and then I, you know, I let him live on that for a day. And then <laughs> I called him back the next day. I was like, look, bro, like, how about we do it this way? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he was with it. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's like, it's never like, you know. Emotions. Uh, yeah. Emotions. Uh-uh. Now, if he, if he, if he would have stick with that price the second days, then I just wouldn't uh, fuck with it. Right. You know, I'd have been like, well, shit, we ain't about to do no business. Right. And it's not no hard feelings right. for you. It ain't no hard feelings for me. I just know where you at right. and know where to keep you at. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm not going to hook you up. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to tax your ass. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So so I see where we stand. Yeah, it's not mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm not going to be like, oh, man, fuck that nigga. No, like, mm-hmm. no, I don't have time for that shit. Like, mm-hmm. I'm really... I really see my life and see where I want to go. And if you don't want to go there with me, that's on you. But once I get to this place, then it's going to be too late because I gave you opportunity. I mean, I'm still going to fall with you, but not on a certain level. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to bring you into what I'm doing because, yeah, Mm -hmm. like, I'll still go kick it with you. We'll still have fun. You know, if I go to the bar, you know, we'll still have a good time. But... Father, you coming with me on business? No, because I know where you saying. Mm. I feel like with us being married for so long and me being around you and being around each other, I feel like I've adopted some of that, you know, logic and a lot of women that I've encountered don't really move off logic. I'm like, yeah, like, we cool. Like, I fuck with you. Okay, we doing this, we doing that. Like, it's very cut and dry. Like, if I fuck with you or I don't. Right. But if I fuck with somebody, I fuck with you like you my family, like my friend. Like, I take it very serious. Yeah. But women are so catty and they try to, they feel like I'm a threat to whatever they have going on or, you know, they don't like that I have this or, you know, or whatever the case may be. So I feel like that's kind of been my issue with like meeting new women or becoming friends or really being genuine friends with women because it's always some bullshit. And I'll be like, well, what the fuck that come from? Because we was cool. Like, I'm not even on that. We're not even on the same level. Like, bitch, I'm married, like happily married. Like, I moved this way. You moved that way. You could talk to me about it, but I don't participate. But I feel like because I'm so logical at certain points, like, it's like, well, shit, well, who do you think you are? Like, what I do with that is, like, you know, I try to, you know, my friends, they be like, man, you got this nice house, you got these nice cars, whatever. I try to tell them, you know, and inspire them that they can have it too. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, this is what I did. This is what you can do so you can get in that same position. Mm-hmm. And I'm willing to help you. Like, yeah. like you know what I'm saying? Whatever you need, just let me know. Like, you know, if I need to explain credit to you, if I need to explain how to build your credit, how to fix your credit, you know, what career I went down. Like, nothing is a secret with me, with my friends. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, what definitely whatever I, I'm doing and whatever I've done you can do it too. Right. Like, and I'll show you how to do it. I don't try to hide information from mm-hmm. them. 
it's up to them if they want to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and with that, like, I feel it don't give them a reason to feel a certain way right. because, you know, if they want to do it. I'm not making it seem like I'm better than you are. No, more not at all. Than you not at all. Because I've accomplished this, that, and the third. But you, uh -uh. you could do it too. Like, yeah, I can help you. And I can help you do mm -hmm. it. You know, so when you're, and that's like, to me, that's my whole understanding of life and me living in my purpose is like i'm put here to help other people mm -hmm. like if i can help myself i can help somebody else mm -hmm. and i feel like i win with that because i'm i'm open like i'm honest like so if you want to learn something you just come holler at me like right. i'm open door like i'm gonna show you the way and it's more beneficial to them to be connected to a person like that than to not be right I mean, I've been that way, too, where I've tried to help people. Like, listen, like, I did this. Like, you can do this, too. This is how you can do it. This is how I did it. But it's all on that person and how their mind is set up and how they want to view you and perceive you, whether they want to take your advice or they feel like, oh, but shit, like, I'm not going to do it your way. I'm going to figure this shit out because, bitch, you're not better than me. I just like women. Women that I've encountered are catty in that way and that's why i just choose to just be by myself <laughs> yeah men ain't catty we ain't catty like and that. not cultivate friendships you know in that way anymore i'm too old to be going through the bullshit to be feeling like somebody's trying to shave me or i feel like i can't trust you like i'm too old for that so i'm cool i've had my last like friendship heartbreak and it's over with no i feel you bro like I totally understand that. Cause that's deep. Friends, bitches don't understand. Not to say bitches, but bitches don't understand. They could break your heart too. Cause bitch, how I'm in this situation with good intentions, you over here hating me. Bitch, if you hate me, say it with your chest. Tell me you hate me. Yeah. Don't be a weirdo. So yeah. <laughs> like I stay away from people who like who are users. And, you know, I can be telling them a million ways to do something, but they still want me to do it for them. No, I'm not your worker. So, like, yeah, it's certain people I stay away from, but it's still not like it's a problem. You know, I just, you know, just let them fall away. So I, let them be where they be. That's it. All right, Dr. Key. So what's the moral of the story? Uh, the moral of the story I say is like you know keep the good energy, stay positive, you know learn your lessons because God do put us in situations for us to learn lessons, and move forward and always keep your head high. You know what I'm saying don't don't let life get you down. Like life is for us to live and for you That's to live good. to the fullest. Mm -hmm. You know you got to keep your head up, take it on the chin, and keep moving forward. Mm -hmm. Mine is manifestation is real. And if you got to shut some motherfuckers out to manifest what you want and what you want to achieve in your life, do that. Fuck them. They feel a certain type of way. My second part of that is always approach situations with good intentions and a pure spirit and a pure heart. But the minute you see some bullshit, run. <laughs> Get away. Run and Move get around. around. All right. Okay. <laughs>
All right. All right, congregation. Well, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Ghetto and Godly. Let's keep the conversation going with your favorite co-host. I'm Auntie Mimi. And I'm Dr. Key. And remember to always be good to yourself and one another. Until next time, congregation. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.